Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football. And they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid. The whistle you're about to hear is from a Dallas Cowboys fan excited to talk about his team. Blow the, blow the whistle. Let's go, baby! <laughs> okay. Uh, 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with the code Bobby Sports. Because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void or prohibited? See DraftKings.com for details. Eddie. <laughs> What's up, Bone? How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Die, Eagles, die. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I've never, ever wanted to say that. I think that's so, like. That's a thing? It's just too much. Yeah, fly, Eagles, fly. Nah, fly, die, Eagles, Eagles die. die. Got it. But, dude. As soon as we won that game, I felt it. I'm like, that's right. Enough with that fly, Eagles, fly. Every single time I post anything about me and my Cowboys, I mean, you've got to uh, 70%. Cowboys suck. Fly, Eagles, fly. You know what? We got you guys. We got you good. And we didn't beat you by a little bit. We beat you by a lot. We showed you who's boss in that division. Let's go, Cowboys! Wow. Do you feel like you can win the Super Bowl? Yes. Yes. I've already made my futures bet. <laughs> oh, it's probably not that good though now, huh? 800. What? Plus 800. Really? Yeah. And I thought after the Cowboys would beat the Eagles and after Miami would lose to the Titans that that would change, but they're keeping it at 800. Really? I'm going to take a little look-see here. Do you feel like Dak's going to win the MVP? Yes. Do you really feel like that way? I really like do. Like you would recommend to somebody to bet it? 100%. Look, okay, I'm uh, betting $1,000 on Dak to win the MVP. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Bones. Look around the league. $1,000. on. Well, is he the favorite? No, Brock Purdy's still the favorite. Uh, they're both very close. Dak is right this second, plus 150. Purdy is at 180. I just bet 1000 bucks on it, Eddie. Nice. <sighs> That's what I'm talking Purdy's about, at 185, dude. so Dak is the favorite. <laughs> hey, Reed, let's, let's do it. Let's call it. Uh, Dak's at plus 150. Okay. So. <laughs> Back to school. Yep. You, you bet a thousand. I, well, let's just do a hundred. Bet a hundred. Let's, I just bet. I, let's just say I bet a hundred, and it's plus one fifty. Okay. Uh, let's see. Bet a hundred plus one fifty. 
I forgot everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. I got this. I don't know. 250. I don't so know. if it's plus 150, mm-hmm. right, It's that means the odds of it happening are not in your favor. Yeah. Because the plus means you're going to make plus money mm-hmm. if you bet it even. So you're going to... A hundred bucks makes you one fifty. Gotcha. Then you get your hundred back. Gotcha. So if I bet a thousand, hmm. I bet a thousand to make. Come on. Come on. Forget the odds. I don't know. Just I don't do know. the chance. Do you know? Fifteen hundred. Plus the the thousand. Plus back. the thousand that you you yeah. bet. So mm-hmm. so if I, I bet a thousand, if I win, I'll get back twenty five hundred. Fifteen hundred, I won. Okay. Got you. You got it. Got you. All right, let me try again. Brock Purdy's at plus one eighty-five. Oh Jesus! Oh, oh man! No, no, no! It's a hundred dollars. If oh, I bet a hundred okay. bucks, how much do I win? Uh, let's see. If you bet a hundred dollars, <laughs> it's plus two eighty-five. Plus one eighty-five. Oh, plus one eighty-five. Okay, you bet a hundred dollars. Uh, let's see. I'm panicking, guys. It's one hundred eighty-five dollars. Oh, that's it. Because it's 100? a bigger number okay. than the than okay. the hundred. And it'd be eighteen fifty if you bet a thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the odds were minus two twenty, mm-hmm. how much do I have to bet to make a hundred dollars? Oh boy, hundred twenty. Two twenty. Two twenty. I lost it all. I don't know what happened. It's that. You just have to learn to associate one. It's it's actually pretty easy math. It's just remembering which ones are which. Okay, well that's fun. But I bet a thousand bucks on the spot like an idiot on Dak to win. No, 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 you're not an idiot. That dude, that is a great bet. I mean, again, look around the league right now. Who would you put in that spot right now? Either over Dak, Dak. or Brock Purdy. Why Brock Purdy? What what have you seen? Because the 49ers have whooped the crap out of even the Cowboys. No, no, no. We're talking about MVP. We're not talking about the team. Yeah, but he's also played really well. Mm. Could you put Tyreek up there even higher you now because of last night? Won't. It's a quarterback award. I know, but I hate that too. They looked awful without him last night. It's a quarterback. Yeah, it's a quarterback. Award. Why didn't they play him? Why would they kind of sit him out? I mean, was I guess we maybe more hurt than we thought he was? I got news for you. I don't watch any of the game. Who were you in trouble? No, I, I've I've had a science infection so bad that I just went to sleep. So this is what I did. I bet six hundred bucks on the Dolphins minus thirteen and a half. Yeah, yeah. And I woke up to see that they lost the game. Yeah, that's, cr- that's a crazy ending, dude. Crazy ending. So just brief me real quick. I mean, the Dolphins had the game. They scored. They made it a two-possession game with how much time left? They 55, did? I believe. 255. They were up two possessions with two possession. three minutes left? 28 yes. to 10? 20? Yeah. Yeah. No, 28-14. That's that's 28-14. Yeah, go ahead. And then? Was. And then I turned it off. <laughs> you turn it off after okay, that? Okay, after the Titans... I would have thought it was over, too, After honestly. the Titans fumbled the second time and the Dolphins scored to go up yeah. two possessions with three minutes left, I was like, I'm turning this off. I'm going to bed. Yeah. So I went to bed, and then I got the notification. Did so you watch the whole thing? I, I missed it. I did. I did. I, did. I, don't, I don't really remember maybe a turnover or how they got the two. How, I don't really remember how the Titans scored... Thanks those, for listening to our sports podcast, everybody. Yeah. ...on those two possessions. But I, what happened with... What happened was the Dolphins score the touchdown, and then the, Titan, the, the Titans get the ball. And they score. I mean, in quick, in less than a minute, Just chunking the ball. I yeah. mean, the two possessions they were in the red zone. I saw the Dolphins played a lot of prevent from two, what uh, got Twitter it. was saying. Two, two plays they were in the red zone. They end up scoring, and then the Dolphins get the ball back, 
And I don't know if they're quick four. I think they were quick four and out. Quick four and out. Three and out. Three and out. That's uh, quick three and out. And then the t- and then the Texans come back. And then no, nope, the Titans. <laughs> oh, that's a Titans. I'm Great sorry. Great sports vodka. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally yeah, trying to, money here. I'm trying to picture. I'm trying to picture the TV screen right now. Because all I remember, let me tell you, my. Did story. they go for two at the end? They got for they got the two. I know, but they went for it with a Will Levis. I saw him pumping his fist. I didn't watch any of it. Yes. So he got the two. I no, saw they, they they got the two in, in the fir- the first time they scored. Got it. Yes. So they kicked field goal in the second. So they kicked the field goal in the second. And then the, the Dol- I did see actually the Dolphins did have a final drive and two got sacked in the last play. Fourth and like three. You turned it back on at for that? Mid, at midfield. Yeah, I did. Uh, I saw the Giants beat the Packers. Didn't watch any of that game. Yes. Right? What the a- yeah, heck? and the Packers had their chances too because Saquon fumbled at the end. I was watching that too. Giants were going to win. Saquon had a big break run and he's like 40 yards and then he just stumbled. Like sniper. Mm. Turf monster got him, stumbled, and as he's stumbling, he hits the ground and he fumbled the ball. <laughs> can the just, ground cause a fumble? No. Yeah, if nobody touches you and you don't give yourself up, then really? it can. That's what they were saying. Wow. And then so the Packers picked it up and ran it back like 50 yards. Those were just two games I did not care about. Not only was I sick, I just didn't care about those games. Because I thought the Miami game was over before it yeah. even started. And then I didn't care about the Giants and the Packers. Yeah, I, was, I didn't either, but they actually turned out to be like, you could have just not watched three quarters and watched the last yeah. quarter of both of them and been totally fine. There's well, also the whole like two games at one time on a Monday, which is really weird. Well, two bad games equals one decent yeah. game. That's Got why they had the split screen, though. Oh, I didn't see the split screen. All I, I had- saw the split screen. I thought I was watching some weird YouTube feed. No, yeah, I was watching both games at the same time. Really? Wow. Yeah. All right, let's go, Mike. Give me a tittle tattle. It's time for the tittle tattle. <laughs> <laughs> it's time let's go. For... <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Let's go. How do I follow that? Go ahead. With Dylan Gabriel's announcement to transfer to Oregon, do you think it makes him a contender right away in the Big Ten yeah. next year? He's going to be awesome there. He plays better for that system than he does for the Oklahoma system and how they play their – he's going to be awesome. I think he's a Heisman top three favorite going into next year. What a great situation for him to get into. Oklahoma didn't even want him because they have their, their five-star freshman kid they wanted to start, and he's going to pop up there and do his thing. It's going to be awesome. I'm rooting for him. Uh, they'll play Ohio State, Michigan, and Wisconsin all in year one. It's like, welcome to the Big Ten. Yeah. Play these big meaty boys. Uh, so that'll be... <laughs> meaty that, boys. Yeah, whoa, that, whoa. yeah, Wisconsin. Mm, yeah. Are you kidding? They're Ohio me- State, Michigan, that's meaty boys. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun to see that like dynamic athleticism of Oregon yeah. against those big meaty boys. Meaty boys. <laughs> all right, next question. In honor of bowl season, if you can make up your own bowl, what would you be, call it? Oh, I call it... Bobby's Bowl for Bros, and it only be left-handed people and walk-ons. Bobby's Bowl for Bros. For the Bros. BBFB. Bobby's Bowl for the Bros, and you can get in it. It's invite-only, and first of all, nobody in Florida State gets in. Then <laughs> only left-handed people and walk-ons. That's funny. So the whole team has to be left-handed? Or a walk-on. Okay. Or had to walk on at one point. <laughs> if you walked on at any point, even if you got a scholarship later, you can play in uh-huh. it. Would anybody watch this? Heck yeah, Bobby's, but what's it called? Bobby's Bowl Bro, for Bros. Bro. Bobby's Bowl for the Bros. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. If we had all the money in the world, could we have the yes. 25 Whistles Bowl? Yes. Dude, let's go. Barstool has a bowl. They have like, that used to be the Arizona yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you just pay for it and you can become the sponsor. Let's do that. I want to do Bobby's Bowl for the Bros. But most bowls are with real teams. Mine's more like a East-West type, all-star type game. Huh. All-star? Well, Bobby's Bowl for the Bros. I can't take people off teams unless it's like... Senior Bowl, or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. But that's what I would be. That's that's the bowl game I would have. Okay. I'll be bowl for the bros, left handed and walkers. All right. <laughs> okay. What about guys that weren't good enough to play in college? That'd be a fun one. You? Yeah. So it's only high school guys, <laughs> Uncle Rico's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Rico. forty plus. 
Now, now that would be funny <laughs> if you do an old timers game. That's what I'm talking about. The OTB, the old timers bowl. Oh, there you go. And yeah, it's only players 40 and over. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine the injuries and the injury timeouts? But yeah. you'd have to be out of the NFL by five years. You have to have the same rules of the Hall of Fame. So you couldn't come right from the NFL to the game. Okay. So five years out so of the Brady, NFL. Brady can't play, no, but Montana you gotta can. you got to be over 40 and five years out of the NFL, and you can play in the old-timer bowl. Would you want Montana? I mean, I'd want yeah. Montana. Right now? Yeah. I don't know. He's too old. Well, like Favre or... Uh, Favre? Favre will I don't kill know. Oh, Peyton. Someone. Peyton's been out for five yeah, years. Yeah, his neck ain't worked, though, in that's 10. That's true. E- Eli? No. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the problem. You wouldn't want Eli right out of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I would. Uh, Eli Phillip won Rivers? two Super Bowls. Uh, I know, weird. Yeah, Philip Rivers, but he's probably not been out. He's not been yeah, out. been like three years, maybe. Yeah, those are two good bowl games, though. Yeah. I don't watch them. All right, what else? <laughs> Going to the NFL after blowing the game last night against the Titans. Where do you rank the Dolphins in the AFC? They're 9-4. and four. They have what we were cowboysing them earlier this year, the Cowboy Syndrome, where they have beat nobody with a winning record. I don't think they are 37 and they play the teams they've played are 37 and 39, their total record. So it's not like they've played a bunch of people. Remember when the Cowboys didn't be anybody good, but yes. then, then die Eagles die. Yeah. And yeah. then die Eagles die. <laughs> <laughs> They're the two seed in the AFC. Then where do we rank them? Let's just say if they played straight up against these teams who we'd pick. So right now the number one seed's the Ravens. Who would you take in the game? The Ravens and the Dolphins. Ravens. Ravens. Me too. Ravens. Uh the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Dolphins. Chiefs. I don't know what's but, going on over there, man. And the I don't either. I'm going to go City. with the Chiefs, though, just because of Patrick Mahomes, the only reason. Yes. But I'll go with Chiefs. Dolphins and Jaguars. Dolphins. 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 But yeah. Dolphins and Browns. Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins. Steelers, Dolphins, Colts. So <laughs> Dolphins, Dolphins, Dolphins. <laughs> I'd probably say that they're probably, I would put them at a, like a, probably the third best team in the AFC. They're the two seed, but probably third best team. Uh, so you have them behind the Bills, or, or no? You have them. I have them the behind Bills. the Ravens and the Chiefs. So the be- Bills are like the 11 seed now, right? Yeah, which is crazy. And they, hey, good win. Yeah, but boy, how about Tony? Maybe the Giants. When the Giants was it last year when they got rid of Tony and Tony went over yeah. to the Chiefs? I was like, dang, Kansas City unstoppable. These guys cannot catch. They cannot line up right. That was crazy, man. That was crazy. Like, how do you line up offsides? I don't. I don't understand that. It's just you it's, see the it, ball, you see the if line. If it were that, would the only instance where something stupid like this happened. But it's been happening to the Chiefs all year with their receivers. Now that Scantling dropping, yeah, dropping the ball, I mean, so I, it's it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. And that play that Kelsey made, and I've started to like Kelsey less for no reason no, other than there's he's a reason. in my face all the time. There's a reason. But it's like I don't root for him anymore. Hey, I used to like Travis Kelsey. Shake it off, all right. I hear you. Okay, Taylor. It's not even about <laughs> Taylor. It's just, it's just all the time now. Yeah, yeah you same. know what? You, 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 you're the problem. You're it's the problem. O- it's you. It's over. I'm overexposed. <laughs> To Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. but that was a freaking awesome play. That lateral, like a, the pass, mm-hmm. like he threw like a sh- like a shoulder pass, not even like a sweep lateral. It was awesome, and they didn't count because Tony was lined up offsides. Oh man, that's so stupid. I uh, still. I, oh, what do you think about Mahomes? Like, hold on, we're getting there. We're okay. getting there. Okay, go <laughs> we're ahead. getting there. We're getting. No, last question. Yeah. Okay. After losing their second straight game, are you worried about the Chiefs if you were a fan? Yeah, I'd be worried, but. As long as you have the best quarterback in the league, you got a shot. I'd be worried. But as long as you got the best head coach in the league, you got a shot. I'd be worried, but they got a really good defense. I'd be worried. Yeah, I'd be worried. Because offensively, their backs are either injured. Their interior line, their guard, their center and guards are really good. Their tackles are okay. They're mm-hmm. fine. Uh, their quarterback's the best. Their running back situation's problematic. 
I mean, uh, Pacheco, Pacquio, Pacheco, Pacheco, Mr. Angry, he's hurt. McKinnon is fine. He's serviceable, but it's like a, a layer. Yeah, well, I mean, Ed, Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I just, I, I still put it on the quarterback, and I do, I have faith in them. Wait, will you look up the odds to what Kansas City is as mm-hmm. a, a future? Because this would be the, probably the best time to get them if you're going to get them. All right, is that it? But the, yeah. What? I was going to say they can't score over 20. Right now. Oof. I know. Right now. Um, thank you. His name ever is the Twenty-five whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Do you have it? Yeah, plus seven hundred. Oh, that's pretty meaty. It's laughable. What's the rest? Uh, you, you got the Niners at two forty, okay. plus two forty, and you got Baltimore right behind that at plus five fifty. Wow, big jump. Big jump. And then the Eagles after that, plus 700. In front of the Cowboys? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do the Cowboys, they, they, they're keeping them at 800, which is crazy to me. Go ahead. After both the win and then the Dolphins loss. Uh, Eagles set plus 700. Chiefs plus 700. Dolphins plus 800. The Chiefs are in front of the Cowboys? Yeah. Okay. And they have the Dolphins and the Cowboys together at 800. Wow. And then behind that, Bills, Lions, Jags, Cleveland. Wow. Surprised by that. I may want to jump in some of that Kansas City meat, though. Have you jumped on the 49ers meet? Mm-mm. Been too been like too expensive. Mm-hmm. I I got Baltimore way early before the season started, I think. I got the Cowboys as the season started. Oh, so you must have that as good 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 money. I'd be curious. You know our parlay did not win. Whew, not even close. We did a random too. We like like the Oh, the, drawing the numbers. Yeah, and it, it lost all three. <laughs> well, cuz oh. we drew numbers. <laughs> well, we've lost every time we've also picked Eddie. <laughs> That's the most I've ever felt like out of control. <laughs> Who knows what this we is? We can't win for any reason whatsoever. Uh, Lions minus three. They lost. The Bears won. Bears look pretty good. Yeah. Bears starting to do their thing. Yeah. Uh, Vikings minus three to the Raiders. They lost. Vikings. Uh, that was a push, wasn't it? Yeah. There's a 3 0. Uh, yeah. Still not a win. Still not a win, yeah. Yeah. And then the Bengals won. It was Colts minus one. Bengals won 34-14. Uh, if you want to take the 25 whistles parlay, we advise you not to. <laughs> That's terrible. Take our solo bets. Yeah. But you definitely want to be a part of it when we hit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility, deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369. Hey, this is Super- At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Cool. Josh Pate came over to the studio. And here he is, by the way, Josh Pate of 24-7 Sports, college football analyst. Got a great story about working in a warehouse at a high school and figuring out how he was going to get into sports. And he did it. He got into sports radio. The TV part's crazy. Now he does Late Kick Live, which is a great college football show. You can follow Josh on Twitter, Late Kick Josh. Stay up to date. His analysis. It's really a really, really great show. Uh, here he is, Josh Pate. Josh, dude, I'm a big fan. You know, I think I come across your stuff more in message boards than anywhere else. Like, depending on what SEC school it is and if they have a problem with what you're saying or they love what you're saying, you may be two threads away and one of them, they love you, one of them, they hate you. <laughs> and it's, it's it's pretty cool to see. Do you ever, like, do you have a Google search set on your name so it tells you who's posting about you? Two years ago, I did. Yeah. And then I learned that's not how I want to wake up in the morning. Same, I had to yeah. stop it too. <laughs> so, but but it, for real now, before I ever got into our business, I was a diehard message board guy. Like, loved uh, rivals and 24-7. So I was a subscriber to... All those, and I think the the biggest piece of like gold that at the time twenty four seven sports delivered was one membership gets you access to all the boards, and that was great because I wanted to see what was going on with everyone. But I realized like people in the college football media ecosystem they weren't tapping into that. They didn't understand that's the subculture, like that's where you go. And so I, as soon as I got here and we started doing a national college football show, I started featuring that stuff. I mean, we would we would dive really deep into the message board weeds, and I had never seen anything like that. Now a lot of people do that. But at the time, it was foreign currency. It was, hey, let's all delve into the same wheelbarrow of the same half dozen topics. And if anyone else is talking about it, we'll talk about it. But if it's not out there, it's it's not worth our time. And it was so detached from what the actual language and what the actual um, you know juice in the college football ecosystem was. And I, I think if, if anything... A atypical or non-traditional media, YouTube, the the entire digital media structure has allowed a lot more synergy between what's really being talked sure. about and what's really being covered. Do you feel that Kentucky basketball fans are the worst and why? See, here's the fortunate part about me. Yeah. I don't have to shift to talking about basketball. Mm -hmm. I just get to do college football. Year okay. Round. Then do you feel like Alabama football fans are the worst and why? All right. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so right now, FSU fans are the worst for me. True, true, oh, true. Boy. That's right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> tough. Because I took, I took the extremely hypocritical stance of saying, hey, I do think FSU got screwed being out of the playoff. But I would also have put Alabama in over FSU, which naturally makes a simple sure. fan go, well, you can't have that stance. That makes no sense. 
And my whole thing was, I think I just have different criteria than the college football playoff committee. Like, I, I got my own way of looking at it. I, if they claim to go by their criteria, they got it wrong. I think, at least. I took the same, and I felt like it was a weak stance, too, where I said, yeah, Florida State got screwed, but I don't want to see them in it. I'm right. glad they didn't get in it because it had been a bloodbath, regardless, because you know that, I mean, look at the Georgia game. They're 14-point dogs and a non playoff game and it would have been the same way and it'd have been ugly it'd have been tcu-esque except in round one i think the best thing for them is if they can go win this game claim a national championship dude this is it now that's like, it that no one else said that the 2017 season when central florida got yeah, ucf quote, they, quote, they hung screwed. the banner right right yeah. it, no one can stop them either mm -hmm. this is not the nfl this is college sports you can do anything you can say anything you can be anything you want to it's, it's like make-believe world and so ucf i'm at a game at Tulane last year the only G5 game I went to last year and I was on the sideline and they're playing UCF and one of their administrators comes up to me and, and kind of, you know, nudges you in the ribs and says, hey, hey, we've heard what you've said. We've heard you say that that year us getting left out was the best thing to ever happen to us. And we publicly say no, 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 defiantly. But behind the scenes, yeah, you're right. Because because we, we probably don't win the title and we don't get to claim championship. But also there's this equity that is invaluable in being able to preach us against the world and all we got is us. And if we leave it up to them, they'll screw us every time. Well, Florida state gets that, but they've got the massive like power five sticker on their helmet. They've got brand equity. And now Mike Norvell, clearly one of the best in the, in the game. Now they've got the right guy. And they also get to preach that. Like they get to create that culture of back against the wall. Like all we got is in the edge of the cliff behind us, us against the world. I think they'll be a lot better off for it. You just can't say that right now to any FSU fan. And luckily they're not playing someone like a Liberty if they wanted to actually claim a championship. They're playing Georgia, who you could argue Michigan, Georgia, probably the best two teams in college football. Right. So if it were Liberty, because uh, Liberty's playing Oregon, that's going to be that's gonna be an ugly game. That's just going to be an ugly game. But if Florida State beats someone like Liberty, then okay, yeah, you're undefeated. But if they beat Georgia now, I would get rings. Because we went undefeated and we beat possibly the best team in college football. So the day the selection happened, the selection Sunday, Black Sunday, as they call it down there now, I have it on good authority that, of course, the, the presenting network, ESPN, they have a crew at, at every outpost. You got one in Tuscaloosa, one in Austin, and, of course, you've got a crew in Tallahassee. And the general unspoken agreement is after the selection is made, whether you make it or not, you're going to give us five minutes and, you know, we're going to get some sound from you. It's the same way in like a conference championship game. You always hear from the losing coach and that's, that's predetermined. That's decided on before the game's ever played so that you can't have someone wiggle off the hook. Well, I have it on fairly good authority that when it came time for Mike Norvell to give his um, post selection sound uh, in no uncertain terms, ESPN was told, I'm not doing that. Get out of here because they've rightly or wrongly, they view major corporate college football media, ESPN being the driving force, as part of what boxed them out of the college football playoff. And because we never get to see behind the scenes, because you and I are not privy to the, the mechanisms that go into deciding those final four, you never get to see a committee vote. You never get to hear the conversation. How can I say they're wrong? I can't say they're wrong. I got my thoughts. You got your thoughts. But you can't say definitively that anything more went into it than what's going to give us the best TV product. And I know we're expanding from four to 12, but I don't know that that protocol is going to change moving forward. Like I think that Georgia TCU game last year, I think it kicked a snowball down the hill because I don't think the same methodology was used this year 
as was used last year. I think that was a turning point, and someone somewhere during that 65-7 blowout said, we're not dealing with this again. Like, if we got it to do over again, we're going to put an Alabama in over a TCU. It just so happens Bama was the team right there on the precipice again this year, and they put them in over FSU, and it could have been nothing more than, "Mm, we think that's going to give us a better television product. And by the way, it will. I just, you have a whole separate debate of whether that's ethical and the right way to go about choosing your final teams. With Florida State, they knew what the protocol was, win games, and then there's a group of people that get to decide. It's like the Grammys. You can get all the votes you want by everybody voting in, but there's still a group of people that can go, we're not, we're not doing that. They can still override the Grammy, which is bizarre. But everybody knows the rules as they're playing the game. It wasn't like the board or the group of people that are putting in their votes. It wasn't like that was a surprise to anybody. So them go, oh, I can't believe this. No, but that was possibly going to happen to anybody. It just so happened to you, and you don't have a quarterback. I'm glad they're not in. They did get screwed, but I'm glad they're not in because that would have been pretty freaking boring. I like what the co- coaches do at the end of the regular season whenever the poll comes out and the coaches have to say where they voted. It's, I think it's the one where you have to show all of your votes. Like They should have to do that with this. Like Who are the people on the committee? And show us your vote. I think that will be a great Netflix show. So this is a point that I um, took for granted in the past. I always just assumed if you're on the committee, you know the sport, you follow the sport intimately. Just like I always assumed ignorantly as a kid, if someone's got a Heisman vote, certainly they love college football. That's not the case. right? And uh, the more that you dive into it, the more you realize uh, these people kind of sort of may be ill-qualified to hold these roles or or to hold these responsibilities. And with the committee, like I had a buddy the other day, and it was was embarrassing because I'm supposed to be the one sending this to him. I'm supposed to be the one who knows it. But I had not really looked into the background of a lot of the playoff committees, you know, day-to-day activities. What roles have they held? you got some folks who, at best, have sort of brushed up against college football in the past. But you look at them, and the bullet points on their resume indicate, okay, this person could be on the board of directors for a fuel company, but why is this person deciding the college football playoff? And that's kind of where you get into the, the more granular area of, yeah, I happen to agree with the decision they made. But you could arrive at right decision, totally flawed logic, and I've still got a debate to have with you. And I don't think that's going anywhere because as you inject more money into it, into buying the rights for these games, you're going to want more of a say into the product that's being given to you. You don't want some detached committee handing you matchups that otherwise you never would pay for. And then that's not the spirit of competition. That's not the real spirit of sports, but that's where we're headed. The ACC and Florida State don't have the best reputation. Any, I mean, best, best relationship anyway. Florida State wants out. So does, in your opinion, does this affect that in any way? Will they just pay now? I think it probably, it was already going in that direction. And I think it probably just just kicked it in the butt a little bit. And maybe let's just say you had fence riders. Let's say you had folks that were indifferent, um, that, that, you know, may may wear a suit that costs more than my wardrobe per week. And they were like, ugh, we're so far above all of the message board and Twitter noise. Well, now all of a sudden they see this directly impact their bottom line And they take it seriously. And maybe that was the signature you needed to really expedite the process. I get the feeling that that's sort of the overlying or or maybe underlying storyline that's that's emerged from this is anyone who was a holdout down there about getting on board and getting out of the ACC, no matter the cost. I don't think anyone's on the fence on that anymore. Florida State fans, because I know you message me. I I love you. You got screwed and I'd be upset, too. But we're glad you're not in.
because it would have been bad. We saw the <laughs> we saw them literally play Louisville and it was terrible. And I think I could have been convinced had they whooped Louisville. I think I could have been taken to the direction of we should let them in. It was a third string quarterback playing too, right? Their second string uh, quarterback had a, like a concussion and left. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were on the third. So I think I could have been convinced. But I wasn't, and I'm not, and I think they also know. I think deep in their hearts, they also know. Well, they do. So here's here was my biggest problem. We can spend an hour or one more minute on this if you want to. My biggest problem was the week before the final selection, the committee chair, not the committee chair, the executive director of the playoff, Bill Hancock, just voluntarily comes out in an interview with ESPN and says, yeah, uh, most deserving is not even a phrase that is in our nomenclature. It's not even in our, we don't care about that. We care about putting the best teams in. That was the canary in the coal mine. That was them telling you, hey, we're deviating from past protocol. Cause this is, no matter what he said, that's not the way they've always gone about it. And if FSU folks want to be mad, don't be mad at you. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at Bama. Be mad at those folks. They're the ones who left you out. Also, Georgia got screwed if that's the case. Yeah, very true, accurate. So, so is it pure entertainment or is it the best for football teams? I think they're, synonymous they would say yes to that they yeah. would just say yeah yeah, yeah there, there's no separation right yeah okay but not the most deserving okay. most deserving is not even in their language they wow said. who who cares about deserving who cares what you deserve we just care about what we want yeah so we can move on and florida state can beat the georgia <laughs> yeah, like we, we got our on-demand playoff and yeah now we're good and now florida state can beat georgia and claim a championship other than that, there's not really nothing else to do except hopefully you get in the graces next year. If you're like 13, the committee, it's like arguing with an ump. Like you're, <laughs> you're, you're not going to get the call you're arguing about or arguing with the ref. You're not going to get that call. However, God dang, he doesn't want to do that. He want to have to go through that again. So right. if it's close, maybe you get the benefit of the doubt. How does it make Jordan Travis look? Like, like a, a superhero. Yeah, baller. Yeah, baller. Now, like, by, by the way, you know, another another point of hypocrisy FSU fans have pointed out that I could not immediately push back on is they said, OK, this dude is so valuable that without him, we don't warrant a playoff spot. Right. OK. Yeah. Well, why didn't he win the Heisman? And I'm like. Silence. Yeah. I got no response. I, I don't even know what to say. Wouldn't the move have been in hindsight and you, you wouldn't do it now and you didn't know to do it, but just lie about how injured he was. Oh, yes. And just yes. he's day to day. He'll definitely be back for yeah. the ball game because then they can't use that with him possibly. I mean, that's what we all just learned here. Like our parents taught us, lie, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> just lie because it's about money. It's all money. I, I had a I got a buddy in the odds making world who said that's the biggest lesson we took away from this is we're they're pushing very very quickly with the NCAA for like universal legislation about overriding injury reports because they want it to be like pro sports are where you have to report injuries and there's like an independent doctor involved to where it's out of your hands, whether you're going to mislead the public because they looked at it like you just did. And they said, um, this was just a signal to everyone to lie about injuries in the future, which is going to damage the integrity of the odds we put out. And it's going to make us very vulnerable to people gaining that, that information before we do. So they got to fix that. Like that injury report, I think that's going to be in the next one to two years, if what I'm hearing is right. That's going to be totally overhauled. And you will see uniformity in reporting injuries the same way that they do on Sundays. A question about um, just being cool. We're somewhere, well, we're at Arkansas this last week. We do a, sh- a show, we travel around and talk to head coaches and we hey, we put on the pads. We, we're at a, doing basketball with Coach Muss at Arkansas though. And we're, do, we're, prof- we're professional-ish. And let's say somebody here on our little crew grabs like a hat during the interview and says, Coach, will you sign this? Their own personal thing. <laughs> How do you feel 
that makes your establishment look if you're asking for autographs? That's a good question. Thank you. Thank you for that. Great question. <laughs> Thank you. It, all right. So um, it it's okay if it's a temp worker. If it's someone that you've brought along that is not part, like if I pull up his shirt, there is no Bobby Bones tattoo on his lower Definite body. Definite tattoo. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Always a tattoo. Across type. his genitals, like that dedicated. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty pathetic. That's what I'm that's saying, That's a tough right? look. Especially right in the middle. Maybe even at the very uh-huh. end end. Maybe it's, I don't know if anybody has anything they want to say about this. Anybody here have anything to say? Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Because yeah. Muss is a pretty awesome guy, right? Yes. Did he save their dog from a burning building? Like, is there some extenuating circumstance that I need to know? Great question. Well, let's go to Reed. I feel like Reed would be pretty knowledgeable on this situation. Reed, you had a hat in your bag, and I just finished talking to Mus for like half an hour. And go ahead. I just want to say I was trying to do a good thing for uh, my future brother-in-law. Okay. wasn't for me. Okay. But uh, uh, I wanted to uh, just make him happy for the Christmas season. How? Uh, just he loves Coach Muss, man. He loves Coach Muss. He was like, I would die if I could get his autograph. I saw the opportunity and I took it. <laughs> but he's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> yeah. does, he, does he know what you went through to get that? He, he does not. Okay. No. Well, maybe maybe don't tell him. Maybe yeah. Don't tell him. Yeah. Do you feel? Did you ever think again? Like maybe that just wasn't the perfect time. Maybe I should have waited till we were packing up and leaving. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Hindsight. Yeah. Just making yeah. sure. That's, hey, so so I had something like this happen. So we are, I'm with CBS at SEC Media Days two years ago. We're down in Atlanta. And the benefit of that is if you have the media rights to the conference, every head coach has to come to you. So we're set up in a room not too dissimilar to what we are right now, only I'm over there and every head coach sits here. So Nick Saban comes in. And when Saban walks in, it's totally different than when any other coach walks in the room. And everyone just kind of stands at attention. So our company owns Max Preps as well. And there's, there's a kid over there, Chris Stonebreaker, nicknamed Stoney. He is the loosest, freest spirit in the world. Everybody loves him. He does not have a natural enemy on this planet. It's like Reed. He's yeah. basically yeah. Reed. He's basically yeah. Max Preps Reed. <laughs> so, so Max Preps Reed, he walks around with his lav mic. He's just put the lav mic in your face sort of guy. So Saban sits there. Every second of this man's day is taken into account on a, on a master spreadsheet somewhere. Saban sits down. I do nine minutes and 35 seconds with him because we have 10 minutes with him. And then Saban's on his way out the door and Stoney, without asking anyone, just walks around the table and takes a lav mic and puts it in Nick Saban's face <laughs> as if that's actually about to happen. And then you have like SWAT and I think Saban's got a couple of FBI guards with him. It's just like Stoney's against the wall and Nick Saban's like, what are we doing here? And he, but he looks at him. He doesn't have to say it. He looks at him. What are we doing here? And then everyone on the CBS crew has to look at Stoney and say, it's okay when Eli Drinkwitz comes in here in five minutes, Pittman will probably play ball with you too. This guy, we're just going to treat a little bit differently. We should have told you, but we, we didn't let you know ahead of time because we just assumed everyone got it. Yeah, so yeah. That, that is Reed, Max Preps Reed. Yes. That's, you're, you're a good dude. We love you. Thanks. I screw up sometimes, okay? Yeah. That's yeah, okay, though. You're human. Yeah, you're human. Yeah. And at the end, we just do it at the end for now on. Okay. And look, yeah, look cool, it's like man. my meme always told me, if no one ever <laughs> threw their reputation under the bus mm-hmm. to get an autograph, you wouldn't have anything to regret for the rest of your life. It's very true. We all need regrets. Yeah, because we learn and grow. Right. Absolutely. And get better. Yeah. yeah. Good, good. Reed, we still love you. Thanks. Your, the story it. about your show and how I got to where it is now, it's super inspiring uh, because, I mean, you're, you're, just a, you're a hustler. Obviously, you're talented, but this wasn't always what you were doing. You kind of had to take some risks in order to step away from even paying jobs in sports to do and, and build the show that you're doing now. Um, so how did it start for you when you wanted to get into sports? 
I was working in a fabric warehouse in Columbus, Georgia, had no in whatsoever. I didn't know anyone in the business. I dropped out of college for a little while because I, I was wasting money. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I would sit there and there was this little blue, like, like transistor looking radio um, that I would listen to sports talk on all day. And I knew that I would love to do that. And I thought I had like reasonable amounts of God-given talent, but everyone thinks they can do it. So I had no proof. Um, but I had no end. I didn't know. Like I had no idea which way to go. So I listen every day. And there was, there was a local sports talk show there in Columbus that emanated from just down the road at, at 1580 The Zone there in Columbus. And so I hit up the PD over and over and over again, I think through Facebook Messenger at the time. And I was like, genuine now. I'm not looking to be put on air. I just want to come observe. I've never been in a working radio studio. How I've old ne- were you at this time? 20? I would have been early 20s. So not 12. No, no, no. Yeah, like an adult man yeah. going, I want to come and watch this. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I, I just wanted to observe the process. And so he hit me up. He hit me back finally and let me in. And so I did that uh, a couple of times a week for about two months. And there was this random Thursday. It was in the heart of college football season in 2012, I want to say, 11 or 12. And his co-host just calls out, just like stomach bug, five minutes before airtime, I got to go. And with no time to prep, he just tosses me on air. He says, hey, do you want to fill in for him today? And I never got taken off air after that because what I had done about three years leading up to that is I would drive in my gray Toyota Tundra and I would turn the radio off and I would just simulate sports talk radio. Those were my reps. I was always told you're going to have to get thousands of hours of reps before you ever sound like you know what you're doing. And so I did that. I just simulated it in my truck and it paid off. I never knew it was going to pay off like that, but it paid off because I got put on air that day and halfway sounded like I had some experience. And afterwards he asked like, where have you worked before? Where have you been in the business? And I said, nowhere. I just, I told him the story. Like, that's why I kind of sound like I've done radio before. And so we stay on air uh, every day. I was on there five days a week for two or three years. And a general manager of a local TV station calls me and says, I listen to you every day. You've never met me, but I listened on the drive home. We were afternoon drive show. And he said, I'd love to just do a local college football show here on our D2 or CW affiliate at night. Would you like to do it? And I said, of course, I've never done TV. Is that a problem? Oh, of course it's not a problem. It was a problem, by the way. But um, <laughs> so I get over there and, and they had some churn in the sports department. He said, oh, by the way, do you want to be the sports anchor as well? Totally ill qualified for every one of these positions. But I took it because I didn't know to say no. And so work my way up and end up doing, you know, a, a, an Auburn, Alabama, Georgia themed show um, weeknights at 10 o'clock. No one's really watching, but you're getting experience. And I realized about 2014 or 15 that these platforms like Facebook, they were starting to add live streaming capability. And these platforms like YouTube shortly thereafter, they started to add live streaming capability. And to that point, I had looked as many people probably had, and there was like this huge Berlin wall in front of you. If you didn't come out of Syracuse or Northwestern, like if you didn't have a family member in the business, if you didn't have an in or classical training or education, you weren't going to be a big time legacy media type sports broadcaster. You just weren't. And then all of a sudden those, those big streaming platforms start to give you live capability. And it's like that Berlin wall comes down because all of a sudden overhead's no longer an obstacle. You can do whatever you want in your bedroom. Uh, Distribution is no longer an obstacle. You have a worldwide audience at your fingertips. And so I realized I don't have to be local anymore. Everybody can be national. If you, if you have the wherewithal and you want to grind a little bit, you can be national. And so I started to do that independently and they shut it down because my employer said, you can't be doing what we pay you for. Your employer shut it down. My employer mm. shut it down. And that was okay. Cause I had about a year left on my contract. So it came time to renew and I, I declined an option from them. 
And I'm the news anchor, by the way, at the time. I've been elevated to news anchor. And uh, they came- You're anchoring the freaking news? Yeah, sure was. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. The last thing I wanted to do, but, <laughs> but I, it was a paycheck. And so they come to me, the GM and the news director come to me, and I sit down in their office the last day of my contract. And they had been calling my bluff, essentially. And they said, we thought you were just trying to get more money out of us. Are you really not going to sign this contract? And I said, no, because you won't let me do what I want. And they realized that was legitimately the sticking point. It wasn't a leverage tactic. That was really the sticking point. And so they said, okay, we need to come to an agreement. Like, we don't want to lose you as a news anchor. Uh, We got good numbers. Like, there's good viewer interaction. So what do we do? And I said, well, if I can't be employed here and do my independent stuff, how about I work 1099? I'll work independent contract for you. But in exchange for you paying me far less than you're going to pay me salary-wise, I want studio time to be able to produce my own content. And at the time, since we only produced a 6 p.m. and 11 p.m. newscast, there was this wide open wide chunk open, of time. Yeah. And so the GM almost laughs and said, you want it, you got it. And so immediately I launch a YouTube channel and immediately we're able to do a studio quality broadcast, first of its kind, on digital media, like a, like a streaming platform. And it set us apart a little bit. And it took about a year and a half. And the folks at CBS and 24-7 saw it and said, we don't even have anything like that. Like, do whatever you're doing, copy and paste it, but will you move up here and do it for us? And so I started just down the road. We broadcast out of the CMT building and I started there in 2020 working for CBS and 24 seven. And that was right before COVID set in and COVID sucked for everyone, but there was like a a side effect of it that strictly in professional terms ended up being a blessing because so many people in the sports media world deviated. So many people in the, in, the, in the sporting world period, not just college football, they fooled themselves into thinking that the public cared about their opinion on non-sports related topics. And so they started to go down that avenue and we just stuck to college football strictly on the show. And we saw this massive influx of viewership. And it really wasn't that we were doing anything too special. It was that people were leaving their traditional watering holes in droves because they were getting content they didn't want. And so we, we scaled while there was no college football happening, which was the craziest thing ever. And the show started making money immediately. Advertisers came in immediately. I mean, we got Academy Sports and Outdoors on board immediately. Uh, FanDuel came in shortly thereafter. And at that point, it's like the company just gives you free reign. Do whatever you want to. Here are unlimited resources. You decide your schedule. You decide your travel. And so you go very quickly from making uh, twenty-seven grand a year down in Columbus to you, you're in a world you never dreamed possible. And on the surface, it looks like that happened over the span of 24, 36, 48 months. And in reality, it's about a 10-year process. But that, that point in 2015, where the walls came down and those platforms started offering streaming, like that was the game changer that's out of my control. Like That's being blessed enough to exist in the right time. And hopefully, you just got yourself in the right place when the right time happens. And that right place, right time, it kind of changed my perspective on that because it sounds like a happenstance thing. Right place, right time. It's just, oh, wow, this happened. In reality, you, you put yourself in the right place and then let the right time find you. And that's how it happened for me. Do you deal with, because again, you're, for me, it's all about eyeballs. I just want eyeballs. I don't care how I get them. I don't care if I'm doing a TV show on Disney Plus or if I'm doing something on TikTok. It, it, eyeballs are currency. Ears are currency. Do you feel at all because of how you did it? Because I do in other ways too, because you came up through the digital media that some people look at you as, oh, you're just the internet guy. Cause that would piss me off. And it's like, I'm the internet guy, but I got like eight times more listeners than you do. Yes. I don't let it, I don't let it control, um, our, our methodology, but that is there. And look, 
I understand it to an extent, you know, cause, cause not everyone over in the legacy side is just this like trust fund baby who was handed their position. There are folks over there who have grinded their way right. and, and, and worked for nothing as well. And so, you know, they look at a process that took them maybe 30 years to get where they are at the highest rung of the ladder in a company. And then they look over here and, and relative to their story, my story looks like a fast forward button. And they look and they say, you, you wait, you didn't have to spend mid six figures to gain a degree and you didn't have to work for nothing at a newspaper here and a newspaper there and do local radio here and there. And you're still in this position. Like I don't respect that as much. And I don't have a problem with that mentality as long as you give it a chance, like something, someone who has come from a different path as you give it a chance. And what I've noticed is once folks gave our show a chance and gave our college football content a chance, they understood that I hold our, I hold our our content to as high a standard as there is in the business. Yeah, it looks as good as anything else. Yeah, yeah. And and it's not just production quality. It's what what am I willing to let come out of my mouth? Because I knew I was at the forefront of something as well. Like I was I was kind of first in line, and so I knew even though it's not necessarily my job, I took it as my responsibility to know I'm the first one here, and there are people in our business that are going to judge every future opportunity they're willing to offer someone who comes down the same road I came down based on whether they respect our content or not. And so I take that really seriously. And I think that we've been able to get other folks opportunities because of the work we've done and because we don't sacrifice quality and standard just because we can get away with it. Other folks choose to take that approach. That's cool. We don't take that approach. But uh, over about the past two years, the, the higher ups at CBS have realized that and they've looked at traffic patterns and they've looked at revenue. And two years ago, had you told me they were going to put us on the main broadcast for the SEC championship game last week, I would have thought you were crazy. Because even as recently as two years ago, I would have thought we're in a good spot. But there is a clear distinction between legacy CBS sports and CBS sports digital. And there are some very forward thinking folks, you know, that are in positions of power over there that have seen. What, what you really can't deny at this point in terms of audience and traffic patterns. And to their credit, they've said, but let's invest more resource over here. Let's take this bright white spotlight we've had, and we're not going to totally invert it, but let's shift it a little more over there. And that's really all you need. I mean, if you're doing quality work, that's all you need. Because at that point, it should be like a crack in a dam. You just kick the rest of the thing down. If you get a crack, you just kick the rest of the thing down. And old people die. I think I catch you guys in now. Yeah. Old people with yeah, old yeah, method. Yeah, I've yeah. learned. Old people, old execs die, or they <laughs> they're out. They get sick, and you're like, oh, I guess I'll just. Um, so let's talk about nil for a second. I'm a big nil fan uh, because I think if a dude who's a great skateboarder can get paid in a college classroom to skateboard on the internet and have a brand, a football player shouldn't be punished because he plays football. Um, obviously, you know the pen, the pendulum is swinging hard right now. And it is a wild west. I do NIL deals with, with players as well, just um, personally. I do find, and maybe you could tell me in your experience that you're wrong, I do find that a lot of these NIL deals, though, are a little inflated when they're shared publicly. Where people are like, I can't believe all these millions of dollars. And I'll talk to people, and it ain't that. What is your experience, and what have you learned about the NIL deals, and what's reported versus what's real? You don't have a players union that is overseeing anything. Okay, we, we talked to Nick Saban about this last year, and he said, hey, my problem's not with NIL. Like, it's, it's, I'm Alabama. It's in my best interest to be able to pay players, obviously, because we got more money than most of y'all do. He said, my problem is there's no oversight. So everyone wants to say, hey, these are essentially pro athletes. Okay, 
we're making money off of their services, so in a sense they are. And everyone wants to say, well, they should be paid for their labor. Okay, who's going to oversee it? Like the devil's in the details, as usual. So in the NFL, like every dime of your contract is going to be monitored and, and it's going to be facilitated by pre-existing guardrails and rules. In college, total Wild West. You can go and completely take advantage of a kid. I, I mean, I, as an agent, could walk up to you and I can say, hey, Bobby, um, your kid over here is a four-star receiver out of Jonesboro. He's going to go to the University of Arkansas. We're going to help facilitate it. We're going to get him deals with J.B. Hunt and Tyson Chicken and whatnot. And you just need to sign this piece of paper. You don't worry about anything. We've got the relationships. We'll bring them to him. And you sign a piece of paper because you don't know any better. And you don't have an agent or an attorney or lawyer look it over because you're a low-income family who's never been through this process before. And unbeknownst to you on that piece of paper, you signed away 55% of your earnings to said agent. And also, you locked in his right to represent you over the next 10 years of your career. And so he's got minimal investment. There's minimal risk on his part. If you, if you don't pan out, who cares? I'll just go get 10 more kids. But if you do pan out and you become an NFL player, you just signed a piece of paper. I'm representing him. You can't go elsewhere. And so there is no players union overseeing that. Like, that's the big issue. And But when you start having that conversation, you notice it took me like two and a half minutes to say that. No one wants that. They, wants it in, they want it in a soundbite or a snapshot, and it needs to look good on a graphic edit, or, or it needs to go 30, 35 seconds max, or you're going to lose the audience. And you cannot explain NIL in 30 or 35 seconds. It's not just about... Should a kid get paid? How does the kid get paid? Who oversees it? Who's there when the kid gets screwed? Like, what guardrails and parameters do you want to have in place? Who polices that? Is that the NCAA? Is that the university? I think ultimately it's going to fall in the lap of the conference. And ironically, conferences are probably the best equipped to deal with it. Because it's not so in the weeds, but it's not so 50,000 feet either. Final question. Michigan, they got really lucky because we don't talk about them cheating every day. True or false? Uh, very true. It's the greatest thing for them to ever happen that Florida State was left out. Very true. Because we loved it. We loved we love cheating, don't we, boys? Mm-hmm. Love cheating. We love it. Mm-hmm. I'd root for Michigan every game because I wanted that story to stay alive. They lost a couple games, that story goes away. Or what happened now, no one's even looking at them as the, the, the big cheaters, which, by the way, cheat all you can. Just don't get caught. Like, everybody does that. Yeah. I have multiple friends. Mm, let me not be specific. I have multiple people I know. Mm. That talking about like personal their personal life? No, I'm just saying the cheating happens. Okay, <laughs> the cheating happens. Okay, but if you get caught, then you suffer the consequences. Right. That is a rule. You cannot scout. You can't for everything that Michigan was doing was against the rules. Even if you think, well, that's easy. Anybody can go sit in the stands and record. True, and people do, and people hack computers, and people get uh, uh, practice. All, all, just don't get caught because when you do get caught, then you have to serve the punishment. And uh, Michigan getting caught was my favorite thing of the year. So it's not what your cousin Randy does with the IHOP waitress necessarily. <laughs> it's that there's a paper trail and he left the shades open. That's exactly it. Yeah. Everybody's doing stuff with the IHOP waitress. Right. But <laughs> no, no, if it's the IHOP waitress. Absolutely. Waffle House waitress. Or Perkins, just cool. same thing. <laughs> All good. Oh boy, oh but it's... <laughs> everybody's doing it or something similar, but not everybody's getting caught. So the punishment is you just got caught. Yeah. And so you should be punished, not for doing it, but yeah, for doing it because you got caught doing it. So I, I hated that it's not a story anymore. You want to hear, hear a story I haven't told publicly? I would love to hear it. So the week that happened, the week he got suspended, they're going to go play Penn State. We're at the game. I'm up Michigan's tunnel before the game. 
they get to stadiums absurdly early. They're like two and a half hours ahead of time. Most teams are two or one forty-five. You mean Michigan as a, as a as a whole team? Yeah. yeah, they get to the stadium. Washington does that as well. So anyway, uh, they back four team buses up to the locker room, and everyone gets off. And then three of the buses drive down the road, and they park wherever the visiting team would normally park. One bus stays outside of Michigan's locker room, cranked. And remember, this this Saturday morning, game kicks off at noon Eastern. That Saturday morning was when they had filed for the injunction in court, and they were trying to see, is he going to be able to coach like a today? restraining order. That's what they kept calling. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which churched it up way above and beyond right. what it should have been. But I loved it like you did. Well, anyway... So I've I've got I've got production in my ear and they're telling me, hey, there is there is an outlet that's reporting that he's over at the team hotel and he's waiting to see the court ruling. And if he gets the injunction, he will then be led via police escort to the stadium. And I'm trying to tell production, well, I got eyes on a bus that's 20 feet from me right now (laughs) and he's on there. So he's not, unless that's the hotel they stayed in last night with wheels on it, he's on that thing. And then, of course, it didn't get granted. I don't know where he went the rest of the day. But the thing about it is all those dudes are seniors. Like, he's got a player-led team. So he takes the hands off the wheel, or they forcibly remove his hands from the wheel. Bus just keeps right on going. And now he's back. And I think it's crazy that we were sitting there debating, should Florida State be in over... Texas? Should Florida State be in over Alabama? And Michigan never even got inserted. Nothing, even though they cheated. <laughs> yeah. And now everybody, I'm not saying that people don't, other people don't cheat, but they don't get caught. Right. Yeah, you're right. They never once said, should we penalize Michigan for cheating? No one said it. My girlfriend is the one who brought it up to me and said, why aren't they talking about that Michigan? And I, said, <laughs> I said, babe, you just don't get it. And she said, I don't think you people get it. And then she dropped a you people on us. Yeah. And at that point, yeah. I'm out. You people? What do you mean, you people? Uh, you guys, watch, we talked about it earlier. Watch Late Kick Live. Um, you can watch on YouTube. Too. I mean, you have so many followers on YouTube. That's where I watch. Like I, I consume it on YouTube and then I watch the clips on message boards when people are mad at you. That's how I watch. And that's, it's such a same here. You have infiltrated in a beautiful way. Cause I'm a message board guy and I'll just randomly see you a clip at a time. Uh, one thread, people love you. The next one down, they can't stand what you said about their team or their quarterback. And that is exactly what, what you're supposed to be doing. That's the spirit of the holiday yeah. season. The holidays, yeah, <laughs> all days. Uh, you guys can follow Josh at Late Kick Josh on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a big fan, have been for a while. I had no idea you, you recorded in the, C, uh, the, the CMT building. CMT building, yeah. Sure. Yeah, there's a whole whole situation up there, huh? Yeah. Got a, got a second floor all to ourselves. And then after COVID, no one came back. So it's like we could, if they inserted a shower in that building, I would not leave. leave the building. Yeah. Yeah. What, how much do you bench press? I, I just maxed yeah, the first time in like 15 years. Well, what was yours? And I'll give you an over under. If I, well, okay. So I don't do single, bones. I don't do single rep because I don't I'm told that's not good for you. Right. So I've never done it, but I was like, let's go 10th grade again. And so my trainer, his name is Kevin Klug. He was like, rolled his eyes. We'd finished the workout <laughs> and he was like, are you serious? You want to just try to max out? And I was like, let's go. And so I weigh about 172. Um, I was able to push up one time with no help, 245. That a boy. And that's the asterisk. It was post-workout. It was, yeah. We had done a whole workout. And I'm not sure how that compares now, but I feel like it's way above my body weight. It is. And so I feel pretty good. Now, I'm not near as jacked as you are. I... I, I could go above 245. I don't know what I could do. Well, duh, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was never comparing me to you. I well, think he was doing an over-under bones. Oh, way over. Look at his arms. <laughs> yeah, I know. God he's dang, small. man. His arms and shoulders it's, are it's, huge. Yes, the metric. I'm over by the metric system, too, though. You're I don't doing, even know what the conversion table is. You're doing is. UK. He's over there in a British <laughs> yeah. accent. Doing bench press. Jolly good. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Yeah. How much? So you work out fairly regularly, do you? I do. Okay. Do you 
Do you showcase any of it on your platforms or do you just keep it between nah, you and the gym? Very little. Okay, because I found, and I, I made this mistake a couple of times, like people would ask me constantly, hey, can you give me workout advice? So I just posted like a, a workout mashup. You know, but like you all, look like, like that guy, though. You yeah, should. Like, like all the other girls do. Exactly. <laughs> like all of us But do. I would believe you. Yeah. Yes. Well, the problem is, if you could see what it does to your DMs when you do that, and not, not, by, people you, bad. not by people you want to be in your uh, DMs either. It. It's like, it's a cesspool. I'm out. Mm. I, don't, I don't know how fitness models do it. I, well, the answer is you never go in your unopened messages. I mean, I don't, That's for different reasons, I don't go in the unopened messages either. Smart. But no, like I would believe you. I would watch yours because you look like that. For me, if I put something up, that's even remotely, my wife's like, that is cringe. That's what she said. <laughs> That's cringe. Take it down. And I'm like, all right. Kelly, you're welcome. Though. I do put Eddie pictures up, yeah, though. It's usually Eddie yeah. passed yeah, out. Me, uh, because no. people are like, look at you trying to show off. But for Eddie, like, dude's well, gotten a lot stronger. Well, mine's more like, look at him. You remember him being fat? Like, look at him now. He's working hard. It's yeah. that kind of thing. But no, Improvement. Also, like, I don't get people yelling at me for putting you up. I get people yelling right. at me for putting me up. And, th and then my trade is I put Bobby up on mine. So no, you not... never have one time. <laughs> not one time. Do you, go, do you go to a big public gym or you go to a private place? We, go to the, uh, we, have, a, we have a gym on our property and the trainer comes there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it, awesome. Do you get good. to do it at the time of day you want to do it or do you Correct. have to work it around? No. Time of day. Because I get, uh, like, the best perk of structuring your own schedule is I can go to the gym at one o'clock in the afternoon yeah. and it is the biggest blessing. Like I, I hate morning workouts and I hate going after work. So to be able to do that, like I would, I would shave so, I would dedicate so much of my salary if they said you don't get to do that anymore to being able to maintain that because it is worth its weight in, I don't know, whatever the most valuable commodity is, but it's above gold. I hate working out and the more, I hate working out. I'll be honest with you. I like competing. I hate exercising for the sake of exercise, but I'm also not 25 anymore. And so- um, we work out at three every day because mm -hmm. we wake up at three in the morning and three is kind of the break between the first part of the day. And then when we get back into it at, at night. And so, yeah, it's, we're pretty fortunate to be able to do that. And Eddie's been killing it. Our other friend as a singer songwriter named Ben Rector also works out with us. And it's just three dorky white. You're not white. are you? No, nah, but I mean, you <laughs> know, pr enough. pretty much, you know, going hard with the trainer and we're, we, we do pretty good. Have you worked out in Arkansas's weight room? Not worked have out. You? Have been there a bunch, but never worked out. I never want the players to feel bad about themselves. That's, right. That's, right, 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 right. That's also the holiday spirit. The other biggest blessing is it, we're on the road. Yeah, I bet. And we get to go. Most places we go will open their weight room to us. That is like five-year-old version of me. I mean, five years ago version of me. If you told me, hey, Bama, Georgia, Penn State, Arkansas, been in there and worked out. They're just going to say, hey, we got, we got time for you. Here's a two-hour spot on Friday. Come work out. That even I'm in there taking video of myself, and I never do that stuff. It's fantasy camp. We, we, we started doing a show called Too Much Access. We're like 16 episodes in where we've traveled everywhere from TCU, Cincinnati. Kansas State. Kansas State. And, and so we go and— you see that grass hill in Kansas State's? Oh, we, it. we, we ran, ran it. it. That's ran awesome, it. It's it? We, so And they give us our strength coaches, mm -hmm. and they'll run us through workouts. Um, you know, we're, we're in the middle of basketball now, and who are we working with, uh, NBA, um, AC? The, uh, who was the coach of Wichita State? Did oh, Quincy AC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, that's what you said. You said AC. I was like, I was oh, like, man, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> we got there, boys. But like, he's running us through ball handling drills. It literally was fantasy camp. It's my idea to go to fantasy camp. And so we'll either get in full pads in football and then talk to hang out with the coach or go in the gym and they give it to us for an hour with the coach and do stupid stuff. And here's, all, here's what's awesome. Those strength coaches, when I go in there, they're trying to ask me questions. And I'm like, Stop. I'm the one who needs right. to pepper you. We're, first off, we're not on camera here. And secondly, even if we were, I am so much more fascinated in what yeah. you do than you should ever be in what I do. That's like a dream world to be able to hop into. It's super cool what you've been able to do, man, and what you've built. Like, really just, 
Uh, like I recognize it. It's awesome to see you really thriving and you're, you're just generally existing in the college football space, which is hard to generally do anything because there are 10,000 people trying to exist. So congratulations on all your success. Well, coming from you, especially, yeah. I appreciate it, man. I was super appreciate pumped you when you're coming in. Yeah. You, and you live in town? Live like five minutes away. Yeah. Really? How long have you lived in Nashville? January, 2020. So, okay. Right. Right. At the COVID. Right stitch. at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, nice. That was Ed, a good time. Eddie, yeah. No, it, it wasn't. <laughs> Eddie, anything for Josh goes? No, just, just Josh, you're, you're so inspiring. Like you've inspired me just this whole time to possibly start my own show pretty soon and just wait, go out on the limb. Wait, you're not going to get, wait, Cowboys nation, you know, something like that. Yeah. You know, that's uh, good. They need, some, un, they need some coverage out there, un, by un, the way. Untapped market. Huh. <laughs> that's an interesting inspiration. And I don't know. That. There's no way I'm alone. Everyone listening right now is thinking the same thing They're too. Not. So thanks, Josh. Uh, you guys follow at late kick Josh. And, uh, we talked about the show earlier and we posted it up in our, uh, podcast page. So Josh, thanks buddy. Appreciate it. I appreciate you having me. Here we are. I mean, I can't believe it. We're already this deep into the NFL season. You got to make every second count. Draft King sports book can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets by betting five on any matchup. You know, I love DraftKings Sportsbook, and you can get on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting five bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The code is Bobby Sports. Put that in, please. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for Details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. All right, thanks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. 
you know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Josh Pate, uh, fantastic. Hey, let's go through these games real quick. I know it's Tuesday when we're recording this, but let's go through the games. If you want to make a note or say anything, go for it. Patriots 21, Steelers 18. Here's my note. Patriots don't need to win. Stop. Yeah, right now. Thank God we're still the second pick. What's, yeah, what's wrong with you guys? Just stop. What about Ezekiel That's Elliott, enough. We beat, we beat the Steelers. We're good. All right, calm down. The fact that whenever Zab, Bailey Zabby came in and went over to his offensive coordinator, uh, he was Texans head coach. <laughs> oh, yeah, in, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, in Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> went over and hugged him, and then he saw Belichick, and he gave him a thumbs up. Hilarious. And then it was like, gave him a half handshake. Yeah, it, was, it was like, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, he's sir. like, good game, sir. Hilarious. <laughs> Patriots got to stop winning. I know. Leave Mac Jones in. Yeah. Tell him. Call him. Okay. Yeah. Did you like Zeke running the ball? He looked great. Overall, I mean, catching the ball, running the ball, yeah, he looked great. Uh, Bucks 29, Falcons 25. Baker leads the Bucks on a big game-winning touchdown. Or, or Baker, Baker show. show. Big yeah. Baker show. Uh, I told you, don't sleep on the Bucks. <laughs> Somebody's got to make it. The Saints, the Bucks, or the Falcons. Somebody's got to make it. Yeah. Uh, our morning show has the Saints as a future. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. That'd be if they bizarre. make the playoffs, though. What? There's no shot. Yeah, bone no, stop. there is no a shot. shot. They're tied for first place. Yeah, in the worst division ever. Yeah, but they're, they're, I thought you meant make, to make playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's, I mean to that, win it. Yeah, that's yeah. not our, our bet. Our, hey, I know, it, but okay. you can always hedge out. Oh. Huh. If you can just win a playoff game or something, you can probably hedge out. Okay. Okay. We'll but, talk about that. Uh, Bears 28, Lions 13. Lions offense struggle, but man, fields look good. Do you still get Caleb? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. 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 I think you do, too. Uh, Bengals beat the Colts. Browning at 275 pass yards. Bengals pulled away. Hey, look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Can they do it? They got a pretty, I think they have a pretty easy schedule the rest of the year. If, I feel like some of their last games are winnable games. Vikings, Steelers, Chiefs, and Browns. So they can definitely win the next two. They can go, I think they can go two and two, maybe three and one. Yeah. Are they still investigating the injury report on um, oh, God, no. Burrow? No, they closed okay. it out. Okay. Of course they're going to close it out because they yeah. don't. Yeah, they have that to. Would not be look, that would not look good. Browns beat the Jags. Joe Flacco is that dude. <laughs> Joe Flacco is who I would have picked in our league, our bowl game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's, he's playing with the freaking Browns That's now. That's pretty crazy, man. I mean, he can't move worth the crap, but he was he looks solid. He looks exactly like what you think the best version of him would look like now. Mm-hmm. And he just gets the ball to the people, and they win games. Their defense is so good, you just need somebody in there to make to not screw up and occasionally make a pass. And he does that. Flacco had 300 yards and three touchdowns in his oh, first boy. start. And then he got put back on the practice squad. Yeah, probably just for uh, roster Roster space. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Uh, Saints 28, Panthers 6. You know, we'll move on. Uh, Jets whooped the Texans, but Stroud left with a concussion. And Zach Wilson had 300 yards. The whole game was bizarre. It was probably <laughs> Zach Wilson's best-looking game. Yeah. I watched a lot of it, and I was like, dang, he looks, he looks pretty good. Uh, Ravens beat the Rams. The Rams are pretty good. That was a great game. Yeah, the Rams are pretty good. That was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Ravens went. Get this. I went to the bathroom real quick during that punt. So there was a walk-off no. punt. So, yeah. So it goes into overtime. <laughs> and uh, the Rams are going to punt over to the Ravens. I'm like, I'm just going to go pee real quick because it's a punt. I don't know what's going to happen on the punt. Freaking come back. Game's, game's over. Oh, no. They retarded. Obviously, I got to watch it and replay 74 times. Not I, the same. Right. Not the same at all. Uh, Vikings and Raiders. Worst game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, gosh. They were talking during the game about how it's probably going to be the first game ever going to overtime at 0-0. But that had never happened before. And finally, the Vikings hit a field goal in the fourth quarter to win the game. It's terrible. What a terrible game. And I don't know. How does somebody like... How does a quarterback come on, come on the scene? 
you already have all the scouting on him, and he's played a ton of snaps. He played Arizona, uh, Raiders. Josh Dobbs played the Raiders. Who are we talking about? Dobbs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's played with everybody. Yeah. But how does he suck so bad so quickly after not sucking? For like two games? Yeah, but it's because it's not, he didn't like show up from Japan. They had all the scouting on him for the first couple to few games. Maybe that first game they didn't expect him to play. That, I that, don't know, man. That Kevin O'Connell guy. I don't know. Uh, 49ers, uh, the, the game wasn't as close as the score is. 49ers 28, Seahawks 16. Purdy had 368 passing yards. I should have bet him for MVP. No, you're good right where you're at. Uh, Bills beat the Chiefs. That Chiefs, Chiefs penalty was so stupid. It was so stupid. Which one? Are you offsides? annoyed by the Tell Mahomes me. whining, though? No, I like it because he doesn't oh, ever do it. that. He I never whines. He never shows emotion. When he slammed his helmet, I don't even know who I was watching. I feel like he's just breaking down because it's happening every game. and He's been so controlled in press conferences. He's like, we have to do better. I have to do better. And then finally, he was mad at the ref, but really, he was mad at all his receivers from yeah. that last sure. yeah. eight, nine, ten games. And then he went to uh, Josh Allen, said it too, and Josh was like, well, what do you want me to do, dude? Yeah. Oh, Josh <laughs> just tapped him on the shoulder like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, like, sorry, man. <laughs> Frustration just bubbled over. I liked it. Uh, Broncos beat the Chargers. Uh, listen, I've been telling you guys, and I don't think I'm right, but I've been telling you guys, Herbert's just didn't, he didn't win games. Everybody anoints him, top three quarterback, top four quarterback. He's done crap. Now, I don't know if Staley even calls an offensive player, just says, you guys figure it out, I'm going to call defense. But Herbert left with a fractured finger, but they lost again. They lost again. The fractured finger on his throwing hand. And the Broncos won again. That's like five of six or six of seven. Six of seven, I believe. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And they're right behind the Chiefs now. Awesome. One game. Now I'm rooting for the Broncos. One year ago today, we're like, he's such a douche. <laughs> Russell Wilson's such a douche. Now what are they like, going to do? Let's go, Russ. <laughs> yeah, let's ride. Right. Let's ride. Let's ride. Right, 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 right. Uh, Cowboys whooped the Eagles. Dak had 270 yards and two touchdowns. And it's just, I mean. How about the turnovers, It man? wasn't really a game. I mean, was it? Did you ever feel? No. No, it really. No, I never felt. Uh, there was one when the Eagles scored, you know, when there was like, oh, we might have a game here. No, nah, that was the closest it got. After he fumbled, it was over. Hurts in the first half. Oh, dude. Hurts fumbled. Uh, Devontae Smith fumbled. And uh, AJ, AJ Brown fumbled. I mean, it was just, I don't know. Everything was just going the Cowboys way, which was just fantastic. And then our kicker, dude, is just unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah, he's a stud. Unbelievable. And our prop. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. 
It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Promises where two people survive. So Reed had the Chiefs minus two and a half versus the Bills. That did not win. Reed had the Saints minus five versus the Panthers. That did win. Oh, good job, Reed. Yeah. And he had Navy plus three versus Army. <laughs> oh, the Army-Navy game. Uh, that did not win. Reed with one correct. Eddie had the Texans minus five and a half at the Jets. That did not win. I did not win. You had the other side of the Army-Navy. That won. Let's go, baby. You had the Cowboys minus three versus the Eagles. That won. <laughs> You're in the championship. <laughs> Wow, wow. I can smell that money from here. And Kevin, you had the Seahawks plus 10.5 at the 49ers. That did not win. Nope. You had the Broncos plus 2.5 at the Chargers. That won big time. Yes, sir. And you had the Rams plus 7 at the Ravens. You win again. By one point. Eddie and Kevin going to the final round. Go. You're going down, go, dude. Baby. Hey, stop. Hey, I'm not Just the Eagles, okay? To take I'm not the, the Eagles. Die, Kevin, die. I'm not the Eagles. Take all the money. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a good show. Anything else you guys want to say? Show A. But yeah, seven hundred million. But all, but all in the very back end, so they can buy other players too. Yeah, that's and a, then it's a great strategy unless you're playing them. Even when he starts getting paid all that big money, if he's not living in California, then he doesn't have to get taxed in California. That's pretty smart. Gosh, pretty smart. You know, I was talking to my wife about this, and she said, "What if the world ended, though? Or what if the economy crashed? What if the the Dodgers like declare bankrupt? Like, what if?" If they declare bankruptcy, that's a problem. <laughs> you know, it's like that whole bad But it would be deal. a problem anyway, because if he signs a 10-year deal and they declare bankruptcy in four years, he's not going to pay for the other six anyway. Yeah, but at least he gets the 70, yeah, 70, you're 70. Right. You're right, but he's betting that they don't based on historical uh, data and even economic collapse, 2008, yeah. and still the Dodgers are okay. And that if he moves out of California, which I would the second I don't play for them, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll probably... 80, 90 million dollars extra. Oh my goodness. What what is the bet? Like, okay, so so he's probably calculating, all right, like, or, and I'm sure it's all part of the deal, but what's the least I can get that I want to live on? You know what I mean? As a superstar, as the highest paid athlete, like what is the most I could I can get out of it? He decided what? How much is he getting a year? Basically 700 million. Oh, no, no. A year two million. Two million. Oh, that, two, yeah. two, two, yeah. 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 Which that's a lot of money. Uh, no, it's not. Not to him. He has plays tons of money. He already has lim- you know, yeah. lim- limitless pockets. That's not even off the field stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, he's fine. They're going to market him like crazy. He can't spend all the money that he's going to be getting and already has. Oh, my goodness. It's like Jay Leno. He had so much money that he never spent a dollar of his Tonight Show money. Salary money? Yeah, never. Just put it away. He only spent his touring money because he made so much touring still. Dang. And I want to have... Different the, level. I want to have those conversations. I <laughs> The Lakers won the in-season tournament. Good for them. That's awesome. I'm glad they won their championship. They did. And as we compare LeBron and MJ, MJ never won a freaking mid-season tournament. <laughs> they didn't have one. Who cares? 
Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't didn't have one. Hey, do you guys have that in 2K? No. No, I sure don't. Eddie hasn't played a single game. Bro, I'm still hacked. No, all you have to do is call. I did. And how quick was yeah. that? It's been like a week. It's like eight minutes. It's been more than a week. No, it's yeah, it's been it's all it's been over a month. It's been over a month. But and he you, keeps saying I've been uh, locked out. I'll be honest with you, it's a little refreshing, man, not to like come home and be like, oh, I gotta play a game. But it's, you don't have to do what I do. What? I don't play every day at all. But sometimes if I get any time, I'll play a couple at a time. Or in the middle of the night, if I wake up and can't sleep, I'll play three. Yeah, bro, you're getting up at like two in the morning. I know, but that's I just I play my basketball games times whenever I just have oddly extra time which I don't very often but I, I save it for that like like super dessert I I do enjoy playing the video game me like, too I, I, I love it yeah. but since I've been away from it for about a month or whatever like it's been like pretty well then bail out you don't have to play no 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 get out of the league no, no, I'll kick you out tomorrow whoa whoa whoa, whoa. relax <laughs> Dang, here's dude. the thing Kevin I fund the league like people play it I, I fund it I give prize money out for people that are dedicated players and Eddie didn't have the respect of the league to get in there. I got hacked, man. That's not about respect. All you got to do is make a phone call. Call, Make a phone call today. Make a new account, man. You still got the game. By the way, Jane Daniels won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, No money for you because you bet. Yeah. Finished third. Bo Nix, right? You bet Bo Nix, yeah. Marvin Marvin Harris Jr. finished fourth. Yeah, so. Well, it is what it is. I just want to say thanks again to Josh Pate. That was fun. That was really a good conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that dude. And that dude's ripped, man. Yeah, he's he's a pretty muscular guy. Yeah. We talked about that. <laughs> Reed, is that the hat that must sign? What? What are you talking about? Is that oh the hat that must sign? That I thought you were giving to your buddy. No. It is. It's it's signatures right there. This is dude. The plot thickens. This dude. It he, wasn't for your will buddy. Will you make it out to my buddy Ride? <laughs> yeah, how do you spell that? R-A-I-D. <laughs> You I switched it, guys. It. Y'all didn't notice that? I was wearing a different hat until like five minutes ago. No one even pays attention to me, guys. Oh, no. Oh, oh here we go. Oh, no. Here we go. He's the youngest oh, child. No. He's the youngest child. I'm not loved. Follow us at 25 Whistles. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, <laughs> how did y'all not notice that? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.